So I I'm the first one I'm doing here is just going to be myself. Um, so I, I, I decided to start this podcast just because I wanted a way to get my thoughts out there more than just posting things on Facebook because Facebook really is counterproductive these days. Um, you know, I'm still probably going to post some stuff on there, but you know, it, it's just, it's just fighting and it's just negativity and it is just no good. So, um, I'm trying to get a, a, a new outlet for my, um, my thoughts and what I think about life. So, um, what I wanted to do with this first podcast is, is I just wanted to explain the misconceptions about democratic socialism because there's a lot of different like people think it's like Venezuela and it's not man it's really not so here's here's so we have a situation in the United States of America right now where every single sector of our society is run for the means of profit now most sectors of our society can can run that way most sectors of our society can run that way and completely be fine but there are certain different sectors of our society that cannot be run for the means of profit um, specifically healthcare, education and social services it, it just doesn't it does not moral it does not morally work and we prove it in this country every single day we have um, the highest we have the highest rate of childhood poverty in the world we have um, 40 million people that don't have health insurance in this country and even more and even more that are, are underinsured and and uh, have high premiums and deductibles and that's because our healthcare system is set up in a way to benefit the um, the pharmaceutical industry and the insurance companies and not to provide health to the American people um, you know, in a dem democratic socialism says that healthcare is run to be able to meet the needs of people's health. And it's essentially socialized medicine, which the rest of the developed world has a form of socialized medicine. Now, uh, the systems ca can be different and um, each country does it a different way, but they, you know, they're not spending 90 bucks for a vial of insulin and they're not, um, in Canada, you can get the same vial of insulin, insulin that you get in the United States for $10, and it's $90 here. What if you're a person that's poor and does and works a minimum wage job and has diabetes and relies on insulin to um, to remain healthy? Like, what do you do? Um, education is another. Our schools in this, being someone who works in a public education system, our teachers are underpaid. Um, our teacher, our schools are under resourced. Teachers are buying things for their classrooms that they shouldn't have to buy. Um, there's a, a constant stress about um, there's constant stress about worrying about their jobs being cut and their jobs not being safe. Um, and for somebody that has to go through so many years of a higher education. You know, life should not be that way for a teacher. You know, you should have job security, you should make a decent wage, and you should have help paying off your debt from school. Um, you know, so that's kind of where I'm hitting at with them. We, 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 we have this idea that in America, every single thing needs to be run like a business. Well, guess what? Some sectors of your society cannot be run that way. 
because it doesn't work. It doesn't work morally and we have bad outcomes. Um, you know, so that's kind of what I wanted to hit on in this first little episode is that democratic socialism does not mean you give up all of your money to the, the institution and they decide where it goes and they decide, you know, who gets paid what. That's not what it means. What it means is, is, is that different different sectors of your society are run differently. Most of our parts of our economy and our society are run like a business, but there are things like healthcare and services and education that can't be run that way. They have to be run to meet the needs of the people. And if we did it this way, we would have much, much, much better outcomes. Um, I have no doubt in my mind that that, that, that that's true. Um, so, you know, like, and to to call this, just I'll just use Bernie Sanders as an, as an example, um, to say, oh my God, he's a socialist. Like, we are, first off, we already have a mixed economy in this country. We already have a, um, some socialist types of programs. Um, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, the fire department. When you know you have a fire, when your house catches on fire, you don't call a private fire department and hope that they come. You pay taxes, and if your house catches on fire, um, then they come put out your fire. Um, police department, that's a socialist idea. They, you pay taxes and they protect you. Um, that's, you know, and um, public schools. Um, so all when Bernie Sanders calls himself a democratic socialist and when I call myself a democratic socialist, um, all, all that means is that you, we want to expand that area of public initiative to healthcare and higher education. So we don't and in enhancing our public education system and enhancing our social services system. Um, and we can do these things. Like we really, really can. We are the richest country in the world. We're not a poor country. If you're a poor country, you have one, you have one conversation, but we're not a poor country. We are the richest country in the world. So, um, we can do these things. We just, you know, decide to, you know, let corporations like Amazon pay $0 in taxes and, um, and they're not the only ones. And we let um, the top 1% own more wealth than the bottom 90% of all the people. And while we have people living paycheck to paycheck and childhood poverty being the highest that it's ever been. Um, and we have people, you know, and then, and then they turn to drugs and then they turn to alcohol in order to deal with stress because they can't pay their bills. And it's, it's a trickle down effect. So we just, and, and it's a byproduct of a broken system. So, that is really what um, we, we need. That's what democratic socialism is. And there are other democratic socialism countries, um, democratic socialist, social democracy, you know, um, Denmark, Norway, they do these things and they're a lot less wealthy than we are. And they're able to do it because they put a priority in taking care of their people and not um, neglecting their people and making every little sector of our society about greed and money. Um, democratic socialism also says is that there shouldn't be such a big gap, okay? So today in America, the top 1% are 
owns more wealth than the than the bottom 92% of the rest of the people. Like that is not a functioning society. That is not a society that should should be correct correctly functioning. Um, yes, CEOs and bosses should make more, but they wouldn't billionaires wouldn't be that rich if it wasn't for their workers. So it's wrong to me that somebody like Jeff Bezos has billions and billions of dollars and he has workers that can't put food on the table because without those workers, he wouldn't have billions and billions of dollars. It's just that it's just that it's just that clear. Um, so democratic socialism also would address income and wealth inequality, which we have the highest we have the highest rate of income and wealth inequality in the, the world here in the United States of America. And we shouldn't have it. There's, we're better than that. We are better than having a few people, having three people. There are three people right now in this country that own more wealth than the bottom 50% of Americans. We have 500,000 people that are homeless in America. Um, like we shouldn't have a sliver of the American population having so much wealth and the bottom struggling so much and and people working two or three jobs just to just to put food on the table and to provide for their families like it's just so backwards and um you know i know the counter argument for this is that oh well they earned their money well sure but guess what if you're a billionaire you probably earned your money on the backs of workers you probably earned your money you probably inherited your money you probably you didn't get that rich by yourself so you should be taking care of the people who provide that wealth for you and right now in america you know what the federal minimum wage is seven hundred seven dollars and 25 cents an hour you know to all the people out there who say you know oh that's that's adequate you know i say try it try and live on 725 an hour guess what you can't 15 dollars an hour is not a radical wage you know and we, we can help small businesses, we can aid small businesses, our government aids um, corporations with no problem, but we don't aid small businesses because they're not a priority. If we help give them a, give a tax credit, make corporations finally pay their face share of taxes, make, make God, giant corporations like Amazon should pay no, that pay no income tax. Ta Netflix pays no income tax. I can go down the list. Um, let me go down the list of uh, corporations that pay no income tax. Hold on, please hold. Listen to this list. Chevron, Delta Airlines, Eli Lilly, General Motors, Gannett, Goodyear Tire, Rubber, Hiller Mission, IBM, JetBlue Airways, Principal Financial, Salesforce.com, US Steel, and Whirlpool. And there are over 500, I could sit here and go through the whole list, but there are over 500 different companies that pay no income taxes. You wanna talk about, oh, how do we pay for universal healthcare? How do we pay for um, affordable higher education? I'll tell you how you pay for it. Tax corporations for once. 
You know, the fact that we let these and we let billionaires like Donald Trump pay seven hundred and fifty dollars a year in income tax and get away with with doing that is just it's asinine to me. So um, democratic socialism is about being fair. Democratic socialism is about people. If you need mental health treatment, you get it. If you get if you need health care, you get it regardless of your income. If you if you need to, to uh, if you want to go get a higher education, you get it. You know, you shouldn't be punished for wanting to get a higher education. It drives me crazy. Like, why are we punishing people and putting them in debt because they want to get a higher education? We are setting people up to fail. We have a system in this country where we beat people down, beat people down, beat people down, and we should have a system where we lift them up instead. And, you know, there are some people in your society that need disability. There are some people in their society that need to be pushed towards opportunities. Not everybody is an extraordinary person and can just essentially just go. That's not how human beings work. There's several, there's many different types of human beings. So that's kind of what I wanted to touch on and I've gone on for 13 minutes now and most people probably aren't listening anymore, but um, that is really what I wanted, you know, it, 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 it's just democratic socialism. Don't listen to people who are out there saying, oh, they want, it's communism and they want to have you be like Venezuela. It's not true, man. It's just not. This is what I've talked about, making corporations pay their fair share of taxes and addressing income and wealth inequality so that the workers get more wealth that they actually generate and we don't have a situation where three people own more wealth than the bottom 50% of the rest of the people and um, having a, you know, not like every sector of your society, most, most things can be run for profit, but healthcare, education, social services, those are types of things that cannot be run for profit and we, we prove it in this country every single day. So um, that is my, my beginning thoughts for my first podcast, and this one is entitled Democratic Socialism, What Is It? Thank you.